0: to episode 44 of Orlando Out of Context. I'm Brian. I'm Stephanie. Welcome, everybody. So we are have a special guest this week, and his name is Ron. He's been with us before. Welcome, Ron.
1: Thank you. I've been listening to the <laughs> podcast, and our, a couple weeks ago you had one where you were talking about your favorite guests of the past year. And I was so hurt and insulted when I was not on the list.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was deeply offended. So Ron was what? You were on our Christmas episode. Um, yes. And we talked about all the things in Orlando to do for Christmas. And I'm sorry, but Christmas just, like, doesn't stand out to me. Just what? So yes. now this is your time to Shine. Shine. Okay. Let's
1: do it. So, so, yeah.
2: Actually an expert on this week's topic because this used to be his, like, main focus at his job, his old job. So we're going to talk about um, the magical dining month that Visit Orlando puts on. And we are going to go over some of the restaurants to some pro tips and some places to maybe stay away from.
0: But first of all, I want to say that, um, no matter our opinion on the restaurant, please make sure you go out and do it, uh, because, um, it is, um, serving the community It's serving local deserving charities. And so I think Ron, if I'm not mistaken, it's a dollar from each meal served will
1: benefit one of those charities. Correct. And it looks like I've been on on the website. I'm no longer with Visit Orlando, so I don't have any official anything. Um, It looks like the charity has not been chosen yet this year, which isn't terribly surprising. Um, But charities in the past have included like Best Buddies of Central Florida, Base Camp Children's Foundation. Um, They're just they're all local. They all have like a focus on families and children. And they're all really incredible charities.
2: So this is a great, um, time to serve your community and get better acquainted with our local businesses.
1: Yes. And it says in the notes here that they've combined, they've raised over $1 million for these charities through this program.
2: That's a lot of, of that's a lot of fat people eating in Orlando (laughs) at 35 bucks a head. Jesus Christ. That's all of Orlando.
1: Well, and it's grown. Like last year, it was over. I want to say it was over two hundred. It may have been over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that they raised in that one year alone. So the program has been growing. I think this is the thirteenth or fourteenth year they've been doing it, and this it gets the bigger 14th every year. Fourteenth
2: year says the website. The fourteenth year, and we have over one hundred and twenty participating restaurants
1: this year, which is a record. I think it was one hundred and sixteen or one hundred and eighteen last year. So they're at like, I think the website said one twenty-five right now
2: so give us a little um description of what uh magical dining entails
1: so this is a big program these are all really nice fancy restaurants um that have a fixed course meal so you go in for 35 dollars. you're getting at least an entree an appetizer and a dessert um, and there's a lot of qualifications to be a part of this program so there's 125 restaurants but if all the restaurants that wanted to participate could, there'd be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of restaurants. So Visit Orlando in the past has had a lot of really strict criteria, and some of them are up on the website right now, um, to talk about kind of how you qualify for the the program. And the biggest thing is the average price point. Your average entree price has to be $25 or higher as a restaurant to participate. So when you go in, you're spending $35, and hopefully you're getting a $25 entree plus the appetizer plus the dessert. So if you play it right, some of these restaurants, when you look at the menus, you can get a $60, $70 meal for $35.
2: So that is actually uh, eliminating a lot of maybe restaurants because they're trying to put higher quality restaurants or –
1: Exactly. So, like, you won't see Shake Shack participating, even though I would love to get forty dollars worth of food at Shake Shack. I don't think they're going to be able to qualify because that twenty-five dollar price point. Maybe and they, they should have to do. Pay-
2: they should do family of four for thirty-five dollars.
1: <laughs> oh, I could, do I could do that on my own. Are you kidding?
2: <laughs> four burgers, four fries, and four shakes for thirty-five dollars.
1: I love it. So this,
2: like, is, this, this is going on August 23rd through September 30th. So now is the time to get on the website and start mapping out your month for as far as what places you want to hit up. So let's get your um, your choices on which restaurants you think are the best bang for your buck.
1: So there's a lot of new ones this year. Um, I would say look at uh, something that differentiates Magical Dining from like Bite 30. If you go to the website, every restaurant has the menu that you'll be able to choose from on the website. And one of the program requirements in the past has been any item that they offer should come from the menu. So if you're going to the Capitol Grill, you're not going to find a five-dollar cheeseburger that they're giving you on magical dining. It's something that comes from their regular menu, and that's so something and that's price. different
0: than Bite Thirty. Bite Thirty, some of those places, I think, they had special menu items specifically for that Bite Thirty menu. So that's an and interesting then you're,
1: thing to yeah, because then you're going to a nice restaurant and you're not getting the same experience that you should be getting full time. And even like the portions, if you order something, it should be the exact same item that you're ordering off the regular menu. So the size, oh. the quality, everything is the same. So, having said that, there's some that you want to stay away from. <laughs> you know, I was looking at um, Benihana. I love their food, hibachi anytime. But like they have filet mignon on the menu, which you can get for $25 regularly. Or you could spend 35 with Magical Dining. I think you get dessert is like, the extra. But it's not a $10 dessert. So you want to make sure you're looking at the menus to get the pricing all right.
2: For sure. Um, so what are some of um, places
1: that you would suggest? So some of them that you might not think hit the price point, too, is, like, Cafe Tutu Tango. They do... They yeah, don't. so how
2: does that work? Because that's a tapas restaurant. So, yeah. as far as the menu, what do they consider an entree?
1: I mean, let's so see. So, for them, they do, you get two appetizers, an entree and dessert per person. Oh, that's great. So you're going with a group. Cool. Yeah, you can trade around a lot of food.
2: That way, if you went with like one than one you could all choose different things.
0: And I don't know if we've talked about Cafe Tutu Tango on the podcast. I think ever. lightly we
2: have. We might have
0: lightly, but uh, that, for me, that's one of the top restaurants in Orlando, and it's very consistent. Um, you it know, is. Over, over the years, I've been there probably four or five times, and every time I've been, the, the quality is... Is always the same. The service is good. And it's a fun environment. So, yeah, I'm surprised by this because uh, we're looking at the menu right now. And, yeah, to get two appetizers per guest, a main course and dessert, I mean, that's that's a pretty
1: good deal. Strawberry cheesecake yeah.
2: pops. Oh, trio of creme brulee. Looks delicious.
1: We're recording this at 7 o'clock. I haven't had dinner yet, and I'm really hungry looking at these <laughs> menus. <laughs> 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 Just saying.
2: So probably you're not going to be taking part in any of these restaurants this year, right? Because Ron just moved out of Orlando, actually.
1: I did, and I'm. I might come. We might come up for a weekend and actually do one or two of these places because the food is so good. One Frisco's. of the ones we were looking at, Del Frisco's, is awesome. So my top five list is. Well, before I do that, I want to just mention Haleo at Disney Springs. Have either of you been there yet? Haleo. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes. Obviously, you didn't listen to last week's episode.
1: <laughs> you have been
2: on You told me that you've been up to date and on track.
1: But I'm starting from the beginning, working my way up.
2: Oh, uh, I see.
1: Yeah. Yes. So, hey, um, yes, I've been, and uh, it was very good. I, I don't know what their pricing is like, but the Magical Dining Menu, they have, it's a five-course meal. Oh, wow. Gee. So, like, when you go, literally, and they have, like, five or six items for each of the different settings, it looks like a lot of food.
2: Why do you think they're offering five instead of three? Because it's a tapas
1: restaurant as well.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Got it.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so my top five, based on ones that I've been to and having seen their menus and knowing what a typical meal costs there, um, Del Fresco's is definitely on the list because they have the best steak in the entire city. I was so disappointed when you guys did your steakhouse episode and did not mention Del Frisco's.
0: Well, that's because we neither of us have been there. I haven't been, and that's yeah. that's a place that's on my list. I've heard really good things about Del Frisco's, and I did look at their um, menu for magical dining. I definitely think that that's on the top of my list to do. Um, it's beautiful inside. Is it
2: in Dr. Phillips?
0: It's on International Drive. No, oh, it's. Oh, oh yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. The
2: oh, I've been there too. I just. It's didn't right be across there. from Portland. Oh, right. <laughs> Stephanie's been there. <laughs> I've been to the bar. I didn't eat food.
1: Bougie. If you go, they do. So the filet mignon, it's an eight ounce, which is important to look at. The website, a lot of them offer a six ounce. These guys do an eight ounce. Oh, two extra
2: ounces for your pleasure.
1: That's like 25% more steak. Oh, that's so good at math, Ron. (laughs) I did my notes. Let's just say. And some of these guys, and these guys do it as well. You can upgrade it. They have, like, upgrades. So you can do a 12-ounce filet for an extra $15. Right. Which is still a really good deal.
0: 12 bucks for an extra four ounces? So while we're talking about steaks, I think one of the best deals here, and you can um, yay or nay it, Ron, but I think that the Brazilian steakhouses are a good deal, especially Fogo de Chao and Texas de Brazil, because normally the the price on those is, like, 50 bucks a person. And it's unlimited, it's all-you-can-eat um, meats that come around a table side to you. What do you think about those,
1: Ron? So I looked at a couple of their menus. Um, Fogo de Chao, be careful. There's a disclaimer at the bottom that says it does not include the beef ribs, ribeye, filet mignon, or lamb chops.
2: Oh, well, damn! What does that look like? Texas State with?
1: Brazil does not have that disclaimer. They mentioned the meats that they carry, so you might want to visit the website to make sure. But it looked like they were doing everything, whereas Fogo definitely is not.
2: What does that leave you with then? It sounds like you've eliminated all the meats.
1: You know, there's so many meats.
0: Mm. There are. You're not really going to feel a huge difference. But if you're looking forward to a certain
1: meat, then yeah. You're what sure do they you're
2: do? It? Put a big sign on your table? Like, these are the cheap fucks who didn't do- <laughs> pay a full price. For- <laughs> they don't get this special well, thing. They,
1: you- they do the coaster, so they must have like a special coaster that you flip. <laughs> you're going to leave with the meat sweats, anyways. If you don't leave with the meat sweats from Fogo or Texas, there's a problem. And Texas has the uh, lobster bisque. What's Which the, is so good.
2: What's the meat sweats?
0: Like you eat so much meat, you know, you're going you know, <laughs> to yes. have to sweat it out and get gout the next day.
2: I don't eat a lo- I don't eat meat like that, so
0: yeah, it's not really an interest to you because you don't yeah. eat the steak or anything. It's really for those steak lovers <laughs> yeah. to go for those uh, Brazilian steakhouses. But you know what? The salad bars here are good. And, of course, I think we've said it on the podcast already. The lunch price is a deal. The lunch price is a deal at Fogo de Chao because you can go in there on a weekday for lunch and do the salad bar
1: just for 15 bucks, And that's a quality salad bar. It is. And I'm cheap. I'm the cheapest man you'll ever meet. I love Fogo if you go on their email list, they send out like once a quarter, a $30 coupon where you can get like the whole dinner for $30. Oh, pro tip. Well then skip match yeah.
0: and just get the coupon. <laughs> <laughs> Texas uh, was on
1: my top five. Texas was one of my top fives too. Cause it's so good.
0: Wine bar, George. I love wine bar, George. Yeah, I favorited some things here uh, before we get to yours. Stephanie's looking at the f- things that I just favorited really quickly.
1: Um, Wine Bar George's, Eddie V's is a place that I haven't tried yet that You've I have You've been want there, Ron. Yes, I love Eddie V's. That, they're also on my – all of my top five have steak. <laughs> and Eddie V's is really good. We had a gift card to go there a few years ago. It was like a $200 gift card and had no problem spending the money. So the thing with Eddie V's, if you do Magical Dining, you're getting a really good deal. And the food is amazing
0: cool yes and uh my on our list too here uh, a place that stephanie and i both really love is wine bar george
2: uh, they're having brunch now and i really want to go to their brunch because they look so good i, I haven't
1: been there but i've heard that they have george's there a lot yes
0: yeah. we've seen him both times that we were there we've we've yeah. seen him and i think he's very involved very involved which is nice, you know. It's nice to see. He used to be the sommelier at, or he might still be, um, over at the Capitol Grill uh, on International Drive. I bet he wouldn't be,
2: now that he has his own place. Yeah, he might, you yeah. know,
1: contract the out. Capitol Grill. Capitol Grill and I Drive also doing magical dining. Yes. I love the Capo. I love the uh,
0: atmosphere in the Capitol Grill. Yeah.
1: Um, the other one that I wanted to mention is I have been
0: to... Uh, Fiorenzo's Italian steakhouse at Hyatt Regency Um, they had great service and they just recently remodeled and so I would I put that on kind of the there's a little there's a there's a feature on the website that you can go through the restaurants and you can heart your favorites and so that's what I did so I recommend to the users go to the uh, magical dining visit Orlando website and you can heart the ones that you're interested in and it gives you kind of a short list of the, the ones that you heart what is an Italian
2: steakhouse
1: Oh, it's just a steakhouse. Italian food, too. <laughs> the cows have an accent.
0: Just like La <laughs> Boucherie. Just like La Boucherie. Yeah. Like La like Boucherie,
2: bouche?
1: the French steakhouse. La Boucherie. Bouche. That's an Italian Bought steakhouse. Got it. Okay. I love the Boucherie. Um, another good one for the best bang for your buck is Sharks at SeaWorld. What? Yeah, so this one you have to be in the park to eat there but if you make the reservation and you have to call they don't do online reservations but they will actually walk you into the park at no cost so really? i think the restaurant opens at like five o'clock so when you call make the five o'clock reservation do the first one there and after your meal they let you stay in the park afterwards
2: no get the hell out of here yeah okay. that's
1: a that's one of the best deals so
2: for 35 dollars, you get a meal and a whole day at, at uh sea
1: no, they'll they'll walk you in for your reservation. So if your, your reservation's reservation. at 5, they'll walk you in at like 4.45. Yeah. But you can stay after. Well,
2: they got fireworks You could do that for Christmas. <gasps> Woo! Yeah. Well, but it's it'll also be September. over by Christmas.
1: And well, no, it's I... September, and the park closes at like 7 or 8 o'clock anyway, so I don't know that you get a lot of time, but still, it's plenty of time to ride a, ride a roller coaster or see a show.
0: What I was saying, Stephanie, is that you wouldn't do magical dining for Christmas, but you could make a reservation you know oh. eat there and, and not have to pay a ticket price yeah. interesting but i don't know it depends on the, t- the, the type of ticket you can get at SeaWorld. if you can get a cheaper ticket yeah it would cost to have a meal at sharks but this is a pro tip because i didn't know that that's cool
2: well what's so good about sharks i feel like it's uh i don't know already in my mind i put it as wouldn't be good because it's in the theme It's the sea
0: world so can do you know anything
1: yeah. about sharks sharks Ron? I've never eaten there. I had a friend that did it last year, and she said it was decent. I'm looking at the menu. They have a filet mignon. It doesn't say the size. Grilled swordfish, seafood pasta. I mean, it look, it doesn't look bad. And, I mean, you're getting into a theme park, too. The views are beautiful. The restaurant, it feels like you're underwater. So it's um, kind of like the coral reef over at Epcot. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. We'll have to yeah. check that That's out. That's a
1: good
2: pro tip. So it what, just else, looks really yummy. what else is on your list?
1: Um, I know how much you guys love Mia's Italian Kitchen. <laughs> so here's the thing.
0: And, I, and I am, I'm going to leave a review. We on might have website. to retract our statement. <laughs> we might have to retract our Mia's statement. So I went there uh, last week, the week before, for my second time. And I decided to get – I had some different appetizers in the first time. But I got the same um, pasta dish, the um, – fettuccine al fungi which is mushroom uh, fettuccine the first time i went obviously it was amazing it was so good but the second time it was bland and it tasted like a a mild gross version of beef stroganoff like hamburger helper like maybe a hamburger helper and then you sent it back i sent it back i was as polite as possible because i was said you know this doesn't taste the same and um I sent it back. They brought it back. I don't know if they remade it or not, but when I got it back, it pretty much tasted the same, maybe a little bit of added flavor. But at the end of the day, it was very disappointing. So just be careful, you know. I hate to say that, but and they didn't really seem to care at the at the end of it because they asked me, "You know, is it any better?" And I told them, like, no, it's just not as good as the first time.
2: Which is weird because we had an outstanding well, uh, experience our, the first time, start to finish. Yes. Waiter was great, knowledgeable. Yes. Food was blow your mind amazing. Yes, and
0: you've had good experiences. Yeah, uh, I went too, uh, a second out, time as well. Outside of the first time. I went actually two more times after we went. And every time has been good? Yeah. So yeah, for Stephanie, it's been good. I had a bad experience. Hopefully that that's a, a, truly a one-off, but it's kind of frustrating since it's a brand new restaurant and it was such a good first time for me that the second time was
1: just not, it didn't cut it.
2: So me. they're on they're on <laughs> the uh, Magical Dining?
1: They are on the Magical Full disclosure, I'm looking at their menu. They also do, it looks like four courses. You start with a mini pizza slice, but I kind of tuned out. The first thing under appetizers is the giant meatball. It's a 12-ounce meatball, which (laughs) I I want that.
0: (laughs) So they have the 12-ounce meatball on the appetizers for Magical Dining?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, their menu looks really good.
0: It's Listen, the first time
1: was really good. Really tasty. And it's beautiful in there no I was just gonna say there's a couple new ones too like the Edison I've not been there but I know that that's a fun one to try Wolfgang Puck at Disney Springs there's a couple new Disney Springs ones
0: um, have you heard of uh, and somebody just told me about it today it's on the list it's it's uh, Dr. Phillips it's Restaurant Row and it's called like The H or something I've, I've seen H it cuisine. on Instagram What what did you say Ron?
1: is it The H Cuisine?
0: yes H Cuisine
1: let me look at their menu.
0: But I've heard really good things about that, and I'm really interested to try. And it looks like they have the Parmesan pasta bowl, you know, Ooh. where they do the pasta in the Parmesan cheese.
2: Yeah, I want that the real way. I want, like, my the full experience with that.
1: Oh, the picture on their magical dining page looks really good.
2: So the way the I website is laid anything. out, you can um, search, like, by um, area. Like, where you, like Disney, Restaurant Row, um, different parts of Orlando. So you can kind of search for, you know, if you don't want to drive far, you want to stay in your area.
1: And looking at Restaurant Row, there's two other ones I think you have to mention. Morton's, which I'll be honest, I love Morton's. I did Magical Dining with them last year. It was a little underwhelmed. We were in and out in like 45 minutes, which if you're going to do, I know it's only $35, but you want to have it more of an experience. Food was great, but they were just—they were very fast, to get us in and out. And then Ruth's Chris, which is probably another one of the top three. Um, with them, you're getting like a seventy-dollar meal for thirty-five dollars, and it's so good.
0: Have you ever been to Cristini's, uh Restaurante?
1: I haven't. I've heard good restaurante.
0: things. Restaurant yeah, it's, day. it's it's a very kind of like it's it. I'm kind of getting a, a vibe lately because like, it's been popping up more that it's kind of like a a, a staple or an, uh, in Dr. Phillips, you know, like kind of like a classic uh, restaurant that's been there for a while.
1: So I just, restaurant.
0: I was just wondering if you had been there, Ron. I haven't. I'm looking at their website. It looks good.
1: Cooper's Hawk stores, is or... on
2: the list.
1: We went there for your birthday. Pharmacy. But uh, pharmacy and Cooper's Hawk are another ones I don't know I'm getting a great deal.
2: Yeah. Especially Cooper's Hawk.
1: Pharmacy, too. Like, I know, I think I went to pharmacy, and I spent, like, 25 when I went, and I had everything I wanted.
2: When we, went, when we went, we went together. Remember, when we went for happy hour. I think that's why we didn't pay very much. Yeah, we that's
1: actually,
0: for, for pharmacy, we tried to do magical dining for pharmacy, and we ended up, I think, not doing Magical Dining for Pharmacy because the, the happy, the happy hour, hour menu was so good during the weekday because we went during a weekday that we just stuck to uh, a happy hour menu or something, if I remember correctly.
2: That was a long time ago.
1: It was, it was a while.
2: <laughs> that was like one of our first episodes, maybe, that we talked about the pharmacy.
1: I love it. I remember that. I remember talking to you guys when we went there about it. You had just started the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, The other one, another new one that's downtown, Bites and Bubbles. Bites and they, Bubbles? They do a big brunch, don't they? I've never heard of it. I'm not familiar with Bites and Bubbles. I've never been there. I know I've heard of them, but their menu looks really good. They have a lobster mac and cheese. Mm. Mm. We know how you love Which, a lobster. I'm sold. Let's do it. <laughs> and I think is it – see, I didn't have a lot of time to research all these. Is it the Ocean Air – there's the Oceanair, and there's Ocean Prime, and I get them confused because their names are too similar. One of them does Surf and Turf. So you get steak and a lobster tail.
2: Oh, that's yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, it's the the Oceaniaire at Point Orlando. Um, they do Surf and Turf, center cut filet mignon and a five ounce lobster tail.
0: Now that one is right next to the Capitol Grill, right? It is, yeah.
2: So they have the convention area, Disney Springs.
0: Basically, convention area is going to be your international drive, if you are
1: not familiar. And I feel like, pro tip, the best restaurants are all International Drive and Restaurant Road. Those are like, you're going to get the best steak houses there. They're, they're going to know how to play to this kind of program really well.
0: Right, because they handle you know the guests from all over the world, really, that are there at the convention center. Um, because they've been forced to come to Orlando, and they want to, you know, cater to those people from across the world that come into Orlando for a convention.
2: So the the title, Magical Dining, do you think that's, a like, a play on, like, Disney and, like, this area?
1: I don't know, because I know that there's been a big push to, like, when they did the, the signature dish a few years ago to differentiate us from Disney's, so, like, the the... Orlando's Big Dish wasn't a turkey leg from the Magic Kingdom. They wanted to highlight our culinary experience. Um, not that Disney doesn't have good magical dining, but 17 years ago, I think their restaurants were quite a bit different than they are today. I'm surprised Disney's not participating this year. They did two years ago. Um, yeah,
0: I remember two years ago that they did, and then last year they didn't continue. And, yeah. uh, I'm kind What do you surprised. mean
2: as far as the restaurants and the parks? Um, no,
0: there was, a, I think, geco participated. What other restaurant participated with Disney?
1: They had, I don't know why I remember this, Boatwrights Down Dining Hall at Port Orleans. Um, one of the ones over the Grand Floridian, the Grand Floridian Cafe, I think it is, the Wave, the Contemporary. I think
0: the, the, the best one, really, the signature dining of them all was really Jico, uh, uh, the African
1: oh yeah. kitchen. Yeah,
0: that one was, and I unfortunately didn't get to go, but that was kind of the high end. And then the rest of the restaurants were kind of middle range restaurants that weren't really signature dining, as Disney
1: calls it. So looking at all these, if you guys have to choose a top three, which ones do you think? I don't know.
0: I think for, oh, you know what I wanted to talk about that I have on the list that we should mention is um, Mango's Tropical Cafe. They are on the list.
2: And that's a night out. That could be like a whole date night.
0: But is it worth it to go specifically for Magical Dining for that one?
1: You know, I I hate to say it, I don't think so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like their menu would be kind of around the $15 to $25 range if you were going to order a main dish. So I don't know if you're really getting the best.
2: Oh, I want that chicken and shrimp combo.
1: I'm looking at the dinner and a show menu, and their their normal cost is $39 for the dinner and a show, which doesn't include a dessert. So you're getting a deal, but I don't know that it's the greatest deal.
2: But this is the place, if you wanted to have, like, a night out. The sh- we've been to this to just see the show, and it's amazing. Like, it's really fun. It's a great place to take, like, a have a bachelorette party, have, like, a girls' night out, even a date night. Um, they basically do, like, a show for, like, the whole evening. And they sing different songs. They have dancers, a full band. Um, and then, like, later in the evening, after dinner, they kind of clear the the tables and stuff out. And it becomes more like a club atmosphere. Um, you know, so you could easily eat dinner and then watch the show and,
1: you know, get your drink on. I said the show was fun. The drinks are awesome. The food was good.
2: Have you been? Other than for work?
1: No, yeah, I've been once or twice with with Corey.
2: Oh yeah, good. you had a gift card, and we were supposed to yeah. go together, and then you went without me.
1: We went the day before <laughs> Thanksgiving, and it was so dead. We had such great seats, but it was it was fun. The show was fantastic.
2: They have a Michael Jackson impersonator there.
1: They do. They, uh, they do a, a really
0: nice job with the show. It's a really high-quality show for you know, for the area and for you know, what you're getting for your money. Uh, they have a, a great quality show. I mean, you could go in there and watch a
1: show without eating. You could just go to the bar. And That's watch what we did. We
2: just went to the bar, watched the show, and have a drink.
1: So, I think well, that might depend on the day of the week, though, because I think it's I, – I might have this backwards, but I think the weekends, they actually do, like, seatings. Oh, I think they have okay. a
2: cover charge too. Uh, I've been yeah. there, before, and they have a cover.
1: I don't know if I've been on the weekends, so Ron, the have... weekdays you can come and go. It's yeah. Sorry, go ahead. no, no, no.
0: You go, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say yeah. If you go on a weekday, you can just come and go. You can hang out at the bar. But if it's the weekend, they have I think it's two different seatings. They charge you ahead of time. Like even if you make a reservation, they're going to charge you for that reservation. Almost like the Disney dinner shows. Like they're totally gonna get you ahead of time. Right.
0: So I was going to go back to your question of your top three. I don't really have a top three selected. However, I will say that for me, the one that I really want to try is Del Frisco's on International Drive. That's kind of the top for me when I was looking through. Um, I was happy to see that because I definitely want to give that steakhouse a try because the atmosphere in there I haven't been in, but the pictures look really beautiful and I've heard really good things about
1: the food there. You will not be disappointed. That so we went there last year it was the best steak I've ever had.
0: Stephanie, do you have one like a top one that you? Uh, no. would no. Rec- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't see. Listen, I'm just gonna preface this by saying I don't eat fancy food. So,
0: but the one that you would recommend on this list. I'm going to just give Stephanie's answer for you. The one that she would recommend is Wine Bar George. Yeah. So she, Wine Bar George is a safe one.
2: Thank you for making a decision for You're me. You're welcome.
0: I'm here for you. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's... that's but true. honestly,
2: um, from, um, you know, from somebody who's lived in Orlando for a long time, the, you know, you can't really go wrong with any of these choices. That's true. We have a lot of great restaurants here in our city. And, you know, we have a lot, we have some culinary talent here, so just don't be afraid to get out there, try it, it's for a good cause, and, you know, you're going to spend it anyway, I mean, honestly, if you go out for a nice meal, you're going to spend it anyway.
0: That's true. And Ron, so what's what's your, like, top pick?
1: Either one that you recommend, or one that you really want to try? I mean... Sharks, I think, is. I've never even eaten there, but the fact you get into the park for free for a couple hours is really good. But Del Frisco's, oh my God, they're mad. The mashed potatoes they have, the steak, everything. I like mashed potatoes. They're they're, mad. I don't even know what's in it, but it's. I've tried making it at home too. It's not the same. Their mashed potatoes are so good
0: well I, I have to say sharks too i mean i think that that is the pro tip of the episode here because who knew that i mean i didn't know that you could just get into SeaWorld at the end of the day if you had a reservation at sharks and yeah. have dinner and then you know scoot
1: around scoot around it's just just something they do for magical dining as far as i know too oh
2: oh so that's not you know for if you would make a reservation outside of magical dining you wouldn't get that same courtesy
1: I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think so.
0: That's. I thought it was just a policy because then I would say, I bet you that's the case because yeah. it's a slow time of year for SeaWorld. Yeah. and I thought I, I was thinking they do it all the time, and then you could just go to the uh, Christmas fest festivities yeah. without oh, a ticket.
1: Yeah. yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> you them. walk into Sharks, order a diet coke, and then you're going for the. I, pain. I'm
2: <laughs> bye. <laughs> I'm going to ride man of bitches. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I still think it's—I think still think that's a great deal to be able to get into the park, um, you know, eat at a restaurant that is similar to Coral Reef with the um, aquarium view. I think that that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and it's a safe place to go with kids. A lot of these places aren't necessarily the most kid-friendly. I think none, none of them will turn you away it's with not, a child. The rest of the places aren't safe. For the children. <laughs> like,
2: I think as he somebody who doesn't necessarily care for
1: children, I'm okay with them all kind the of <laughs> shirts.
2: Yeah, who wants to t- who wants to dine at like Eddie Del Fresco's and have like kids sitting next to you uh, how about we throwing
1: food? You know what? So true food. story. Last year we went to Del Fresco's and my poor husband the entire night was distracted by the family sitting next to us. They had one of those kids playing on an iPad. Like this is a nice, classy restaurant, and this kid's playing with an iPad the entire night. It felt like we were at – because of them. It felt like we were at Denny's. It was horrible. <laughs>
0: Well, it is our opinion here at Orlando out of context that you probably shouldn't take your children to magical dining. And if you do, they need to be at least, I don't know. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yes. <laughs> That's our opinion here.
2: <laughs> there are just certain things that you give up when you're a parent, I feel like. And that, and having a nice dining experience is one of them.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, Ron, do you have any, like, last
1: final thoughts, final tips it's funny. As we wrap up, I'm going through the, the website. There's two more that I would mention really quickly. Um, Booyah Gastro Bar out in Winter Park. Just <laughs> all around. They're amazing. Their, their food is so good. Really? I'll
0: have to put that yeah. on.
1: There's really too many. You can't do all
0: of them in the short time. Like You're no. going to be spending a, a fortune if you try to do all of them. But uh, OK, so that one. And then what was the other
1: one? And that? then, Brian, this one is just for you. Earl's Kitchen is participating again this year
0: earls
1: earls earls yeah
0: i didn't see them on the list what what, where are they
1: they i don't think
0: their food is that expensive
1: well that's the thing too like i still prefer them for brunch because the early bird happy hour um but they're on the list they definitely qualify and their food is what
0: what category are they i don't know I, i
1: have them pulled up
0: Oh, well, here they are. They're in surrounding area. Oh, I didn't even see Earl's. We haven't been to Earl's in a while. I'm ready to go back. Pull up that and menu.
1: They have lobster tostados. This is what I would pick. They have lobster tostados. They have the six-ounce sirloin with their buttery mashed potatoes. Pro tip. If you ask them, they'll probably sub out their potato salad, which is so good. The potato salad is good? Oh, yeah. it's, it's like It comes warm. It's the best potato salad.
0: Well, the half rack of barbecue ribs. ribs has the warm potato salad.
1: Yeah, it's really good.
0: Smoky Mm. bacon
2: and coleslaw, buttery mashed potatoes. Oh, I want mashed potatoes now.
0: (laughs) Well, this is a pretty good. This is a pretty good menu, I suppose. I suppose. Earl's. All right. Well, thank you
2: for giving us all your pro tips and your insider knowledge about magical dining. Make sure you get on the website and you check out um, all your options because uh, you know it's gonna be running for a while august twenty third through September thirtieth.
0: Yeah, it's more than a month.
2: So you have actually a little bit of time to make your game plan and make those date nights.
0: Yeah, and you can use the open table app.
2: Yeah, use your open table app to get your yeah. points. and uh, yeah.
1: Thanks, Ron. Thank you. And next time no. you guys talk about your favorite guests, I hope to be included.
2: We're gonna release you now to go have your dinner.
0: <laughs> well, now we can call you, you. Now we can call you a regular on the show. Yay! You're the second person to have. Well, Cheryl has two episodes, but it was done in one one sitting. One sitting. And then Crystal uh, has two episodes, and so I guess you're technically. Like the third person to be a regular, so or maybe the really who has Crystal from who has, Trump, uh, who has some, uh, you're in a tie now with Crystal. Okay. Well, you're, well, we won't count Cheryl because Cheryl was really just one episode that was cut into
1: two that we had to slice into two. I was just I was just stretching it out. Yeah, sure. My goal now is to be on next week so I can have the three spot. I'll be the in the lead.
2: Ron's getting prepared to go to Las Vegas this next week yeah. for a. star trek convention nanu nanu
1: (laughs) so excited live long and prosper
2: well ron i hope (laughs) he's actually been on some star trek podcasts
0: i hope that you have you have which podcast have you been featured on ron
1: i have been on weekly trek which is a weekly news segment talking about all things happening in the star trek universe and Disco Trek, which is a show that talks about, um, it's an episode breakdown for a Star Trek Discovery.
0: Well, my gosh, I, I kind of am curious to go, and even though I'm not a Trekkie, I'm kind of curious to go listen. To-
2: I listened to one of them, and I just, it's like listening to <laughs> someone speak, uh, you know, like another language on, that you like don't freaking understand. You know, they're talking in deep detail <laughs> about, you know, things and characters and people and decisions, and I'm like, i have no idea what the hell's going on <laughs> it's
0: it's like you know I, i'm star wars and you're a trekkie so you know i don't listen to any real star trek um podcasts
2: Do, have you ever watched any star trek at all
0: uh, for star trek um i mean yeah the new movie the jj uh, abram's movies yes i love those okay but because those are like exciting and other star trek to me is kind of
1: Oh, sorry, Ron. I'm not not disagreeing with you. Not disagreeing.
0: <laughs> there's there's the but the nice thing about the for start for Trekkies, and I love that how we're on this like subject right now. But the <laughs> nice thing for Trekkies is you guys have such, like, a catalog of uh, things to consume. Like, you have so many TV shows to consume. Like, there's a lot of, of material to consume. Where, you know, Star Wars, that's building up now. But, like, for Trekkies, they have, like, a huge library to
1: consume of all of this.
2: And Ron Zwa has watched all of it probably five times over. At
1: least. I will say that's something I love about podcasts. Though, and you guys are a good example. That no matter what the subject, no matter how specific it can be. There's a podcast out there that talks about it.
2: In deep detail. Yeah. (laughs) Did you listen to that one podcast that I sent you, the link to, that I found? So I was listening to... Nicole Byer had a guest on her podcast. Mm -hmm. And at the end of every episode, she says, do you have anything that you want to plug? And this girl had a podcast about a Star Trek podcast. Oh, okay. And so I sent him the link to it. And he was like, oh, I have so many podcasts to listen to. Oh,
1: my... Is well, it Nicole's Why Won't You Date Me? It's on her podcast? No, that's a, it's a different. Uh,
2: Nicole had a guest on Why Won't You Date oh. Me. And her guest okay. is the host of a Star Trek podcast.
0: Gotcha. gotcha. But you are the first guest where we've kind of uh, talked about things to plug for our guests. Because, you know, you've plugged your podcasts.
1: So is there anything else you'd like to plug, Ron? <laughs> If you're listening, you can follow me on social media. Trekker Ron is my Twitter.
0: Is it really?
1: <laughs> it is, yeah. Is it's ninety.
0: 90- is your Twitter account very active? Like, do you are you? Oh yes.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, I tweet a lot.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'll have to go and follow. About
2: you. Star Trek and politics.
1: That's that is it. A little bit of my dog, about five percent. Oh, oh of my dog.
0: who's your? In your opinion, who's your front runner for uh, the Demi- Democratic nomination? Who, who do you want to run uh, on the Democrat side right now? As a gay man, it's hard
1: not to love Mayor Pete. Okay. All
0: right. Well, thank you again, Ron, so much. We appreciate your time. And this is a new, we're recording this. So on, if, if, the if the quality is
2: not up to par, just bear with us.
0: <laughs> we we tried to use one application to record this. When we started it didn't work, so we went to Skype. So we're recording a Skype phone call. So I'm crossing my fingers that this is good enough quality. So I'm crossing my fingers that it actually records. It's recording. <laughs> it says it's recording. So hopefully for all of the listeners you had a, an enjoyable listening experience. <laughs> if not. If not, sorry. Too bad. Sorry guys. That's all we got. So once again, thank you for joining us. Make sure you visit us at OrlandoOutofContext.com. Make sure you listen and subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. And until next time um, bye. bye.
2: Ron, you're not saying bye.
1: Oh bye. Uh, bye. I wasn't sure if the guest was invited on that. Bye.
2: Always, the guest is Always. required to say
1: bye.
0: <laughs> Always All right, bye.
1: Bye. 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 Let's go. Right. Stephanie's okay. bored. Stephanie's bored and over it. I'm hungry. I'm ready for dinner. Let's get this over with. Oh my gosh, you guys. Welcome to Orlando Out of Context. <laughs> my <name is> Ron. <laughs>